Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, friends of the 2X Podcast, Bill Kasky back for another episode. Today, we're going to talk about the idea of, oh, I don't know, maybe 2X thinking. What's the thinking that has to be the backbone of any kind of effort you have to significantly improve your business? And this goes for you CEOs, you VPs of sales, you sales pros, you account executives. I don't really care what part of the business function you represent and fulfill. It really doesn't matter to me. What does matter is are you on a 2x trajectory or are you on a plus 5% per year trajectory? Because my belief is, and I've, I've seen it happen, is it's just as easy to get on a 2x trajectory than it is a 0.5% trajectory. It's a matter of you're going to change your mind anyway. It's easier to change your mind in many ways than it is to change your actions. If I'm going to ask you to 2x your business and double your results in the next, well, let's just say the next two years, if I say you got to work 80 hours a week, you're going to say, well, you're crazy. I can't work 80 hours a week. And you shouldn't. You should never take that advice from somebody. You can't work any harder. Now, if you're only working six hours a week or four hours a day, then I'd say, yeah, you know what? You got to ratchet it up a little bit. But most people aren't there. Most people are already working to capacity. They're already working hard, putting in a lot of hours. Question is, what are you doing with those hours you're working? And that's what we're going to get into today on this episode. Let me start with this idea of a framework of five elements that I think have to underpin everything you do if you are interested. And I I use that term if, because if you're not interested in significantly improving your income, these will be too hard for you. And I don't mean it because I know everybody listening and I know what's hard and what's not. No, I just mean if, that's the big word, if. If you're not interested in this, if you're disinterested in marginal improvement, then these won't feel like they fit. And so I want to make that disclaimer. So here they are in order. I'm going to say a little bit about each one. Number one is the number. The number means what is the number of potential clients you can be working with at any one time? There is a maximum here. If everybody in your territory who was a potential client called you tomorrow and said, hey, Phil, Lisa, I want to work with you, you wouldn't be able to handle it. And I know you'd say, well, we'd figure out a way, but we'd staff another, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but theoretically, you wouldn't be able to handle it. You wouldn't be able to ship it. You wouldn't be able to serve them properly. So there is a number. There is a number of prospects that you can deal with and give full attention to It's more than one. It's probably less than 100. So you have to decide where that is. What's that number? And that number becomes your scarcity number. 
That's what you're selling. You're selling the scarcity. You're selling the time blocks or the blocks on that calendar of saying, look, I can only work with 10 people at any one time. And I'm not suggesting you say this, by the way, but this is self-talk. And you have to qualify to become one of those 10. That's my attitude when I talk to people. So you got to have a number. What is that number? Number two, you got to have a type. T-Y-P-E type. And I'm not talking Remington typewriters. Although there is a new documentary out called California Typewriter with Tom Hanks. I think I want to see that. My dad used to... Well, that's a whole different episode. Talk about typewriters, and I always don't love the pitter-patter of the type typewriter, and don't get it now with the keyboard. Probably buy an app to make it pitter-patter. But anyway, the type, who's the ideal client for you? What type of client do you relish working with? And the clearer you can get about who that ideal client is, the more likely they are to show up or the more likely you are to see them when they show up. In our businesses, we have to learn to say no. Not everybody who comes in contact with us is a prospect. And I know this because I know the numbers. And the numbers are that you're only going to close 10 to 15% of the deals you go after. That's how I know that 80 to 90% of these are not good deals. So you can can hear me and say, yeah, that's just Caskey talking from some, some bunker somewhere in Minnesota. I'm Minnesota. I'm not in Minnesota. Who said Minnesota? But I'm telling you, those are the numbers. Now, they may be different in your business. Generally, over the course of the uh, business world in the United States and probably globally, you, you get 10 to 15% of the deals you go after. That means you're spending a lot of time on people who are not ideal clients. So you've got to wrap that up. You've got to get really clear on that if you are to devote the proper amount of time to those people. Number three, you've got to have the courage to say no. And that simply means you've, if you come across someone who doesn't feel like they fit, they don't match your ideal client, or they aren't willing to engage with you the way you want them to engage with you, then you've got to say no. I've had this a couple times over the last month or so where somebody calls or gets in contact with me and it becomes pretty clear up front they're not a prospect. They, for whatever reason, they don't want to engage the way I want to engage. They don't give me access to the right people. They refuse to share vital information, whatever those things are. And and again, I've talked about this on this podcast and others about rules of engagement, but you've got to have some rules of engagement that you follow, that you live by, and that you need the the prospect to abide by. And if you don't have those, then it becomes hard to say no because it sounds like it's just very opinionated. Well, these are facts. You say no because they are not following your rules of engagement. So you've got to have the courage to say no. Number four, invest in things that either make you money or save you time. Really, in professional sales and in business today, the constraint is time. The constraint is not dollars. The constraint is not client potential. It's time. It's your time. You have a certain number of hours per week that you've allotted to work. And so the question is, do you use those hours in the best possible way? If you were to analyze the hours, and let's say you have $1,000 an hour activities and you have $20 an hour activities, and you start to plot your actions each week on the graph... How many hours per week, let's just say of your 40 hours, do you spend in the highest paying activities? 
I'll bet you don't spend as much as you think you do. So the question is, what can you invest in that either makes you money or saves you time because time is money? Uh, One of the things we invested in here, and I know I've mentioned it before, is a calendaring system where our prospects and clients can schedule their own time with me. Once I send them the link, they can schedule their own time. That saves several hours a month of time with us going back and forth. How does Wednesday at 3 sound? Oh, I can't do Wednesday at 3. What about Wednesday at 4? This saves all this time. So that's an example of I invested $100 per year in this software, and there's a lot of them. We use Calendly, but there's a lot of them, all pretty good. But that allows me now to save 60 hours a year of back and forth on time management, or I don't need to hire a virtual assistant just to make schedules. So that's an example of invest a little bit of money. To Some of you would say, $100? I'm not going to pay $100 for a scheduling application. What are you, crazy? Well, I'm crazy unless it saves me 50 hours a year. What do those 50 hours look worth? If those are 50 hours of $1,000 an hour time, that's $50,000. Is it worth $100 to save 50 or to earn 50? That might be a stretch, and maybe it doesn't work out those numbers, but that's the kind of thinking you have to engage in if you're considering what do I need to invest in to save time or, or another, I've heard other people say, you create time. Because really, that's what you're doing, is you're creating time that wasn't there before. The fifth thing is, have a system and work the system. You hear a lot of professional sports teams, especially ones, those who are successful. You don't hear this so much from the ones who are not. And I'm a fan who, of one who is not, but uh, that's for another episode. You hear them talk about systems. We have a system. We have a process. We work the process. We don't much care who our opponent is, although who our opponent is shows up in the process in terms of scouting and how we prepare for a game. But it's a process. And I think it's the same thing here. If you're going to significantly improve your income and your revenue and your account base, you've got to have systems, not just one system. You need a system for lead generation. You might need a system for first calls. I was with a client this week where they didn't have a system for first calls. And I think that's really important so that you can position yourself appropriately the first time you sit down with a prospect. Well, now they do. They have a system for that. And so the idea of a system or systems to help you run your business, and then you can determine where is the system not working. So if it used to be that all of 90% of our first calls turned into second calls, but yet only 5% of those turned into business with a system, only 50% of the first calls turned into second calls, but 80% of those turned into business, then I would say the system is working. So you have to look at the end result of the system in terms of revenue, not just the next step. So get a system, work the system, depend on the system. Modify it as it needs to be, but don't change systems all the time. All right, so I hope that helps. That's a little framework of five things that I think will help you as you start to think differently about your business, your time, your efforts with prospects, your ability to say no, that, you know, that number which we talked about first, which is how many people can you work with at any one time. I think those are all very important things. Make sure you go to BillKasky.com and at the very top, you can enroll in my three video 2X quick start tutorial. It's complimentary and it gets you started on the way to 2Xing your business by helping you build your one year plan. So until next week, 
Talk later. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.